Hello, and welcome to this episode of Shots and Thoughts, a podcast about dating, relationships, and life as a 30-something, which is basically us just telling stories about how we used to be fun. I'm joined by Ashley, former beauty queen who has a surprisingly high tolerance for tequila. Do not challenge her to a tequila drink-off. Trust me. She's probably one of the best friends a woman could ask for, because who else would show up to a restaurant and start crying tableside to get you out of a bad date? And with us is Amy, an animal lover who loves fostering, but now has had quite a few foster fails. Amy also likely holds the Guinness World Record for the longest time talking to someone you met online before actually meeting them in person. Years, people. Years. And I'm Olivia, a real-life Peter Pan who refuses to grow up and graduate college. I also have a real knack for dating men who don't like to wear pants or think our relationship ended because we just didn't hug enough. What? So grab a shot glass and pour something strong because this is going to be a good one. All right. Quick disclaimer, while we'd love for you all to get twisted on tequila, we realize you may be listening to this podcast in the car or with headphones in while homeschooling your kiddos. Maybe not the best time to get blitzed. We're all adults here, so drink like a responsible adult. If today that's water, we say H2O yes to that. Welcome back for another episode. Oh my gosh, how was your holiday, guys? Good. I mean, uneventful compared to previous years, but good. (laughs) Hey, as long as it was good. Yeah. Okay. Now that Christmas is over, it means my next favorite holiday is coming up and that would be New Year's Eve. I love going out. I love doing the countdown. I love the champagne toast, the, what are those little blowy horns that you do? I just, I love it all. (laughs) The movement you were making with your hand was implying something very different a little, a little doobie action sorry that's not yeah, what I was going for blowy hair but not illegal in Illinois but <laughs> I was just excited because I love wearing glitter and sequins and it's the perfect night to wear it all except I'm gonna be wearing it by myself at home I know. <laughs> yeah. it's just ah I've been putting off thinking about New Year's actually because it's been too depressing knowing that I'm not going to be able to celebrate like I like to celebrate. So I just haven't even thought about it. But here we are. And, you know, another thing is nothing is really going to feel different once we cross, you know, into 2021. I just Mm -hmm. think there's going to be something very good and satisfying about having 2020 behind us. I'm going to embrace it regardless. Yeah. We've had some pretty entertaining new years together the three of us and olivia one thing comes to mind that maybe is a story for a future podcast which is our banjo player that we met on new year's eve do you remember that no tell it now tell it now you don't remember oh goodness no. I, I feel like i have to prepare because i'm not going to remember all the details <laughs> um <laughs> it was new year's eve we didn't have any plans and so last minute we were like, we can't just spend New Year's Eve at home. This was a few years ago. Yeah. And we went to a like random little hometown bar in our town. Yeah. And I'm still lost. <laughs> a man who looked like a total hipster approached. I can't remember if he approached the group or just me and said like, hey, I'm in town for the holidays with my parents. I didn't come here with anybody. Can I just kind of like hang with you guys? You seem kind of cool. And I was like, whatever. I don't this care. Sure. Yeah. You remember now? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. That's fine. Like we don't care. And he seemed like a nice guy. It was no big deal. But he started hitting on you, but you were running around legit saying out loud, like, I'm just trying to find someone to kiss at New Year's. And he was like standing right there, like hitting on you and you were not interested whatsoever no No, I was not (laughs) anybody but this man can I kiss anybody but this man please then he ended up helping you do you remember that you were like there was a guy over there that I talked to and I really liked and it would be great if I could kiss him on New Year's and he (laughs) went and got him that's right and brought him to you and you kissed him on New Year's yeah but anyway yeah (laughs) um but this this hipster looking guy was a music teacher from the west coast I think and 
he was in town just visiting his parents for the holidays and didn't have any plans. So we like walked down to the bar and ended up getting, we all exchanged numbers at one point. Yes. I'm so, I, this is so long ago. This is also very blurry for me because it was New Year's and clearly I was having a good time. Yeah. But the punchline is, is nobody was really interested. And then randomly, like almost a year later or that summer during Summerfest, he texted and just said like, Hey, I am looking for a friend to come with me. I have an extra ticket to this cool concert for Summerfest, can you come? And I actually couldn't go. And I was like, I'm so sorry I couldn't go because I liked him. He was nice, but yeah. not in that way. Like as a friend, sure. Yeah. Turns out he had backstage passes for some really cool old school rock guy because he toured with Wood- Willie Nelson, remember? Right, yeah. We didn't find that out until later. No. That we were like, look at him at his banjo because he had a picture. <laughs> when, we, when we looked up his name afterwards, he had a banjo and he just looked like a total hipster yeah. And then we found out that he toured with Willie Nelson and then he had like these crazy backstage tickets to things. And we were like, shoot. <laughs> 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 yeah. So that was, that was a long time ago. That's one of my favorite New Year's Eve stories for us. Wow. But, yeah. How this might be that? a bit of a tangent, but was this the red lipstick? Yes. Yeah. What was the conversation about the red lipstick? <laughs> I had wore red lips that night. And he said something about, why are you not trying to find someone to kiss at New Year's? And I said, do you know how much work this red lipstick is? I'm not <laughs> ruining it for some random guy at midnight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I had, I don't, didn't have a boyfriend at the time, did I? I can't remember. I mean, he was not out with us. So I, I don't think I did at the time. Yeah. I, I don't remember when this was, what year yeah. exactly, but... <laughs> Oh, oh gosh. Good times. Back, back when we were fun. Oh yeah. So back in the day, <laughs> back when we were fun and we were able to do things in public, <laughs> better yep. times. Any great memories of new year's past, Amy? Uh, just with you guys, we went to some little bar. Well, it was a kind of a fancy restaurant in the village and mm-hmm. we went in and then we discovered they had snacks they had dj like anywhere that has free snacks is definitely my kind of place so oh yeah and they pass out party favors yeah do the the big yeah. countdown on the wall we did kind of run across this gem so like as you can imagine milwaukee area any new year's eve party there was a huge cover fee to get any anywhere but we found this nice restaurant that had no cover fee, gave out free champagne, gave out free snacks and had a DJ. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah. No good. I don't know what you guys were doing last year, but I went there last year too. And I was with like my sister and her now fiance and they're a lot younger. So I assumed that I could also drink like someone their age and there were lots of shots involved. I woke up the next day and I was like, who do I think I am? I cannot (laughs) do this anymore. (laughs) I tried. Last year at New Year's, I was in a, a bar in Japan that was probably a quarter of the size of the bedroom I'm in right now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was so tiny. It was crazy. They're like alleyways have these bars that are maybe five feet by, I don't know, a little distance long. And so you can just like sit single people at the bar and you're touching, like you're sitting at the bar on a stool and your back is touching the back wall. (gasps) Whoa. It was crazy. It was crazy. How was New Year's Eve there? It was cool. It was interesting obviously a very different culture than ours and everything so we went out to the bars in like a very popular area for young people even though we're not we were pretending we were pretending to be young and cool in New Year's. <laughs> um but it was fun it was interesting you know I don't really know we ran into some Australians so our group which is a small group the only other couple people that could fit in the bar with us so like basically you would go down these alleyways and you would pick the bar that didn't have already a group of people in it because like your one group of people was the only group that could fit into the bar. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so we found one that just had a couple people from Australia in it. And that was fun talking to them. They had so many um, assumptions about different areas. I forget what we, 
we said at one point we were from Wisconsin and people they all they knew about were the serial killers from Wisconsin. Oh, oh my no. gosh. Oh, is that what we're yeah. known for? Yeah. So oh, then no. they basically had assumptions for everyone we were with was from a different area. And so they would say like where they were from and the Australians would be like, oh yeah, that's the place where I remember for us, we were saying we were from the Milwaukee area in Wisconsin. And they were like, isn't that basically Detroit? <gasps> and we were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't say that. Sorry, anybody from Detroit. But... Right? <laughs> so that was fun. It was fun to kind of see people from different areas on New Year's. Yeah. So. Oh gosh. That had to be a great time. Well, any, any last lingering thoughts as we move out of 2020? I know we've done a lot of bitching about how it's been hard and the lack of our normal social routine has been very challenging. Any, any good, good things you want to think about, about 2020 before we say goodbye? I'm just ready for the next year. I will say like, I, I have complained about not being able to like go and study at coffee shops or with my classmates and stuff. But I mean, if this was going to happen at a time when I need to be focusing on school, maybe that's okay. So 2020 continuing to progress through school, one more semester of classroom stuff to go before I do my clinicals. So I suppose time well spent. Yeah. I, there was a couple of cool things that happened in 2020 that are easy to forget about, but like I welcomed my first nephew into the world in 2020 which is very exciting and my boyfriend got back from being abroad for a year and we moved in together that happened in 2020 isn't that crazy to think about that stuff I can't believe that's this year (laughs) I know right I know so yeah there were some fun things and good things that happened in 2020 but definitely fewer and far between than in previous years (laughs) yeah Well, now everybody likes to ask about 2021 or New Year's Eve resolutions. Anybody got some great resolutions they want to share? I got thoughts, but I want to hear yours first. (laughs) Uh, Maybe just the workout again, because I have, I canceled my gym membership when we got sent home from work. And well, that was like back in March. So I haven't been to the gym since March. I tried to work out at home, like, because the gym had, videos they posted on YouTube that you could work out along with them and stuff and that got old after two videos (laughs) (laughs) it is really hard to self-motivate at home I will say at least for me I'm with you yeah hopefully get back into biking got my little workout area set up in the basement I put a lot of effort into setting that up but just have not used it yet (laughs) (laughs) hey you're part of the way there yeah Yeah, I think mine is going to probably be focused on stress management. I've had a very stressful year, I feel like. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that healthy and like a mental health aspect for 2021. I think that'll be a focus for me. Hashtag self-care. That's like kind of my rant. I hate 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 when people start off the new year being like new year new me green smoothies blah 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 i'm gonna lose all this holiday weight no i'm not accepting that this year not okay with that like 2020 was rough everything changed for everybody in 2020 you were totally thrown off of your routine we survived if that meant a couple extra pounds and you're wearing sweatpants now cool embrace it 2020 don't even worry about it. Like, <laughs> I very much appreciate that perspective, Olivia, because yeah. <laughs> I have gained a little weight and I am wearing sweatpants. <laughs> hey, girl, same. It's the COVID 19, kind of like the freshman 15, but worse. <laughs> yeah. And it, I think it'll be really interesting when people can't, or I mean, I suppose they can. It's not that they're closed, but can't or is, are less likely to flood a gym you know what I mean like I remember mm-hmm. I was very much and Olivia I think you were too and Amy actually I think you were too very much like a regular year-round gym goer mm-hmm. and it was always interesting to see how insanely crowded it got the first month of the year every year mm-hmm. I'm just curious if this year it's going to be the same or 
no, you know what's going to happen this year? Everybody's going to buy fitness equipment. And mm. then by March, they're going to stop using it and try and sell it. And that's when I'm going to snatch it up. <laughs> Get me a good strategy. treadmill off a of Craigslist that's only been used for three months. That's good strategy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but- I definitely think in 2021, I'm going to appreciate. So I'm very much uh, played sports all throughout my life since I was little and I'm very much going to appreciate being able to play those sports again, like volleyball. I was playing three nights a week mm-hmm. in all up until this year and I miss it so much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm going to appreciate that stuff a lot more in 2021, as long as it comes back soon, fingers crossed. Yeah. Set the bar low. All of this, like go big or go home stuff that people usually do for the new year. Let's like not even do that. Eat a vegetable, work out once a week. Yeah. Survival mode. Like you mentioned, do the self-care. That should be everybody's New Year's resolution. Something nice for yourself every week. Yeah. Let's let's start 2021 off on the right foot. What's your guys' best like self-care thing? Like if you've got a, a night to just do something nice for yourself, what do you do? I watch TV like every other night. No. <laughs> I I I actually am surprised in 2020, one of the things I successfully did was read. Mm. I read 15 books in 2020, which for me is pretty darn good. That's more than one a month. Yeah, it is crazy. I'm in a book club and there's some people that are like, this year I read 50 books. I'm like, what? How? (laughs) Don't understand. Oh my gosh. One a month is doable for me. And I do think that's something that eases my stress a little bit and I need to remember to do it. It's one of those things that I always put off and I'm like oh yeah I'll read five chapters tonight and then I am like no I'll just read 10 tomorrow you know Mm -hmm. but once I actually sit down and read it really pulls me away from focusing on what happens that day and what I'm stressed about like it really pulls my attention more than watching a movie or something Mm -hmm. so I need to do that more just to be able to relax a little bit you know yeah guess how many I read this year (laughs) how many Amy zero (laughs) (laughs) that's okay (laughs) I had a goal to read one book every month and I hit that I may have done one maybe two extra and I did count audiobooks in that which is how I think a lot of people can hit 50 if you can like multitask and listen while you're working Uh, that's different That's a good point. I can't necessarily with my job, listen to anything while I'm working. Cause I'm writing stuff. Can you imagine trying to write and listen to a book at the same time? Right. But I, I do appreciate an audiobook when I know I have a weekend full of like laundry to do dishes to do things that I can like listen while I get tasks done. That is yeah. very nice. So I will do an audio audiobook every once in a while too. Yeah. Do Disney movies count as like audiobooks? Because <laughs> I will play those while I'm working as background mm. noise. There you go. Olivia, do you have a favorite book of the year? Ooh, Educated. Oh, okay. That was really, really good. So if you haven't read it, you should. (laughs) I take that back. I read one book. (gasps) What'd you read? Pete the Cat and the 12 Groovy Days of Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) The kids book that you just gave to our friend or Nicole, our previous guest on the podcast. You just gave that book to her son. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad we're all going to try and go easy on ourselves for our 2021 resolutions. I think that's that's very reasonable. But I need you guys to get some drinks ready because I'm ready boy. for some 60-second sips. Oh, boy. Here we so, go. Getting my, my timer ready. One of my questions, I'm giving myself a little extra time. I'm telling you that right away because it is going to take a little bit of set up for those of you who aren't super familiar with the dating apps, but just go with it. And again, the rules are if you would swipe right, yes, you're in the clear. You don't have to take a drink, but if you're going to swipe left, no, that means you do need to drink. So are we ready? I'm ready. Ready. Okie dokie. His opening line is something along the lines of, hey, beautiful, or hey, gorgeous, and that's it. No. Mm, I'd see where it goes. I'd swipe yes. Oh, okay. No. 
He leads a very obviously unhealthy lifestyle, hates exercise, loves junk food, and has no desire to change. No. Uh, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta swipe one way or the other. Yes or no, Amy? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't have a good sense of style. I don't know. I'm envisioning cowboy hats, fedoras. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'd swipe yes. I think style is something that you can handle. Yeah. Yes, within reason. Yes, within reason. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't want someone wearing assless chaps around. That would be pretty bad. So the last one is... On Bumble, you can do question games. So you send a question and both people have to answer and then it's visible for both people. And then on something like eHarmony, you can like things about a person's profile. So like what they've answered for their most amazing travel story or whatever. If they only ever do the back and forth questions or like crap on your profile, but never actually send you a message. Well, I mean, no, because then there's not going to be a relationship at all. <laughs> it's not are gonna you go sending them a message or are you just waiting for them to message first? They do all this other stuff, but then don't send you the first message. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say yes. <laughs> I'd, say no. I'd say no. See, and this goes along with my whole, like, people are terrible at communication. Like, give me something to go off of. You can only do these back and forth questions or like crap on each other's profiles for so long before somebody has to say something. And maybe I'm being a little old school, but I think it should be the guy. Yeah. That's why I hated Bumble. Because I was like, I don't, back then they didn't have the questions. Yeah. So, like, I had actually type something and then I was the person with the lame opening lines I did not say hey beautiful or hey gorgeous is my opening <laughs> line <laughs> good oh, I'm proud that of would you. have been so funny to see the reaction <laughs> you were just like hey beautiful <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think Amy and I answered every question the opposite on that round yeah I think you did yeah Interesting, guys. Interesting. Well, I don't know. I I realize I'm in kind of a unique circumstance being a student. So I'm on like a holiday break now until the beginning of January. So I have more free time than I normally have. And I think a lot of people's jobs are either slowing down with the holidays or even some with the pandemic I've heard are just like shutting down, telling people just take off in between Christmas and New Year's. Enjoy. Um, so with all this free time, I'm actually sitting down and watching Netflix. I know that I'm way behind on this, but I got into The Handmaid's Tale. Oh my God, you guys, that show is so messed up and I love it. Yeah, (laughs) it's, it's a great show. Like the acting and the, the directing on it and even the music. I love their use of music is great, but the content of the show is so intense and dark. (laughs) Amy, did you watch that? I stopped watching, I don't remember what season it is, maybe season two, the episode where they put her hand on the stovetop, that, then I stopped watching after that. Yeah, yeah I'm past that. I, it, so much stuff. Every episode, it's like, you think this thing can't get more twisted or screwed up, and it does. It what does. episode are you on, Olivia? I'm in season two, maybe episode five. Okay, because the end of season two, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it oh my god Uh that makes me so much more excited Mm -hmm. (laughs) but okay so this is like a a dating and relationship heavy podcast um and I love a good rushed relationship show so (laughs) I was hoping that we could go over some of our favorite and least favorite relationship reality shows things like that Um, since people might have a little bit more free time to do a little binging over this this slower time in between the holidays. Can we officially make that a genre of tv show rushed relationship? Yes (laughs) I think it should be yes. (laughs) So like 90 day fiance, bachelor, yeah, got bachelorette. Love is, love is blind. Well, and think about this. Labor love is love. blind. Jessica, that's how we kicked off this whole pandemic. 2020. That's how we kicked that off 2020. this year? 
It was. Yes. That was like early March or February, I think. But that seems so far away. I know. It should have been like last year. Yes. So let's think back to that. What did you guys think about Love is Blind? It was great. (laughs) I couldn't wait to see what happened. Like it definitely caught my attention and did not let me, I could never halfway through the season be like, eh, I'm over it. You know what I mean? Like I needed to see what happened. (laughs) Right. I think that's also where like we came up with the whole debate topic of can you date someone that's like younger than you or shorter than you because I feel like those topics came up in that show like yeah it was it was interesting with that show because just talking and not seeing each other there were some people that were really into each other but then once they saw each other they're like ooh, this kind of a deal breaker like they just couldn't get past some of those other things that can you fall in love with someone not knowing or being able to have your normal yeah like deal breakers that you see pretty much like physical things I guess yeah right what do you guys think could you fall in love with someone without ever seeing them fall in love with yes actually follow through and marry no (laughs) yeah I definitely don't think I could and I know that probably comes across as kind of like superficial but I think physical attraction is a big component of overall attraction and interest in somebody I appreciate the idea of trying to maybe take that out of the equation for a little bit kind of like Ashley alluded to like I could get to know somebody and be attracted to somebody yeah. based off of everything but that but I do think that that's important yeah I'm trying to see if there is a season two coming up I hope so I don't know well and I think what's crazy about that show is they did not expect as many people as did want to get married like they didn't even show everybody who wanted to get engaged yeah they I, I we found out afterwards that there were more couples who followed the path and like wanted to stay together once they left the the building that they were in and stuff but they just didn't have enough like crew and cameras and stuff to follow everybody that wanted to follow through which is interesting I think that was really underestimating how badly a people want to be on tv let's be realistic and b how desperate people are to like fall in love and get married that's a good point I mean, they really only followed the dramatic ones, which, I mean, I feel like people watch reality TV for the drama. I mean, hello, Bachelor and Bachelorette. It's just a season full of drama. Yeah. What are some other examples of the, what did we say? What's this genre? Fast-tracked relationships? Rushed relationships. Rushed relationships. That's what it was. Thank you. What are some other examples of those shows that fit into that genre? Pause for just one second. According to this one article I'm reading right now, there is going to be a season two. Like it's in the works (gasps) and it might drop the end of this year or early 2021. All right. So excited. Oh my gosh. It's going to be the best. So I absolutely love the Rush Relationship show called Married at First Sight. I've been watching it since season one. I It's the same sort of thing, but Love is Blind is more you two trying to figure out if you're a good fit for each other and then deciding if you want to get married. Whereas this one is a panel of experts are looking at your personality, your sexual preferences, your um, religious views, how you want your family to be, like, do you have very traditional values, things like that. And then using that information to set up people that they think are really good fits for each other. And then they literally meet at the altar and the show follows them. I know the show follows them through like eight or 12 weeks or something. And then they have to decide at the end of that, if they want to stay married or get a divorce. And it's like a big deal because they are actually legit married at the beginning of it. So it's like an actual legit divorce at the end. The stakes are high. Yeah, but like, and like, I've seen that show and it's, I think it's really interesting because 
you can't just pick people based on what's on paper. It's a lot of that like in-person interaction and oh yeah. So that's what I find interesting about that show. Like you think there's a lot of intangibles that you can't get? Yeah, that aren't you can't solve by just filling out a survey online. Yeah. See, but okay. Then I think about personality typing. Like my Myers Briggs personality type is me freaking spot on. You know me <laughs> if you read that. So yeah. what's to say then you can't match me with somebody who would be a good fit for my personality? Out of curiosity, do they talk about like selfishness at all on this show? I haven't seen Married at First Sight. I know what I know the concept, but I haven't watched it. Do they talk about things like selfishness? And I'll explain why I ask in a minute. I presume that that's part of the like interview process, like okay. figuring out how they are in relationships. So the experts follow them through and kind of coach them along the way if they're having any issues. So I think that okay. kind of stuff has been addressed, but you're already okay. married at that point. So yeah, the reason I ask is, and I think you guys can probably see this clearly from the outside is like my ex on paper, great, fabulous mm-hmm. person, perfect, like 100% would look so great as like the bachelor, you know what I mean? Like everyone would be like swooning over him. <laughs> However, when it came to actually being in a relationship with him, he was a terrible partner and not for malicious intent. It's not like he was cheating or anything. He was just a pretty selfish person when it came down to it. And he was not the person that would show up and be there for you when you needed him. Mm-hmm. And that's not something you can learn very quickly, right? Like that is something you learn after something intense comes up and he doesn't show up for you. And then something else happens and he doesn't show up for you. You know, yes. what I mean? like, mm-hmm. you learn that over time. So I'm just curious if that's something they could catch on a show like that. See, one thing that I wish they did do because, okay, this season they had basically exactly what you described. One guy who was great on paper, but just was too selfish to really be in a relationship and it didn't work. For those of you who watch, I'm talking about Olivia and Brett. And they do like sit downs where they talk with their friends. And so Brett is bitching to his friend about how like, this relationship isn't working and they do a side interview with the friend and he's like yeah he's just too fucking selfish he can't think about anybody but himself well we should do maybe interviews with family and friends beforehand because if this friend knows that about him already yeah why did we and it him? also matters too of like what the other person wants or needs like I know that that's a thing for me is day-to-day we can be a little distant or or just kind of like see each other passing in the wind type thing. Mm -hmm. But when something serious happens, I need personally, emotionally, I need someone to show up for me. I need to know that someone has my back. That is a really big deal for me. And I know that about myself. Although I don't think a lot of people understand and know that about themselves until a situation happens. Yeah. So like, how could they figure that out ahead of time? Like, that seems like a really hard thing to figure out before you are married in that case. Mm I'm totally going to glom onto something that you just said. Like, I want someone to show up for me. How Mm -hmm. many times have they said that on The Bachelorette this season? Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I hate ever saying that ever again after the whole Claire and Dale (laughs) thing. But I I feel bad because she does say it a lot. But I 100% related to her when she said that 5 million times of just like, she is tired of being the one who shows up for everyone else and is strong all the time because she doesn't have the support to not be strong you know what I mean like I get why she was saying it I get 100% why she was looking for that but yes they said it way too many times (laughs) yeah Amy you're like our resident bachelor bachelorette obsessed person what was his name Bennett yeah the Harvard guy yeah (laughs) the Harvard guy who can't do math oh my gosh was that showing up for her though when he came back or is that being creepy I think he was being creepy because hundred yeah, percent he just couldn't, I can't even, I don't even have words. Like it was, he was the worst. <laughs> yeah. Showing, showing up for her, like a good example of that, which I know some of this is producer led, but some of that is like when that one guy, Yosef, which I prefer to call Nosif after watching Roses <laughs> and Rosé with Lauren Zima, um, was a complete jerk to her and yelled at her like all the other guys were kind of on him being like, dude, back off. But Dale went to her 
And he gave her a hug and he said, are you okay? That seems like that was really hard. That to me is showing up for someone like thinking like, Ooh, that must've been really emotionally hard for her. And even though she's like crying and yelling over there right now, she might want someone to just like give her a hug. Like, yeah, I think that was the difference was Bennett wasn't there for Tasha. He was there. He came back for himself, not for mm-hmm. her. Cause he's like, it was all about, if you listen to like things he said, it was all about himself and how he was feeling and, and none winning. Of it, yeah. None of it was about her. Yeah. It was about him winning. Not going to lie. I don't think they would have been a good fit together anyway. No. Do you guys think Bachelor Bachelorette is another like rushed relationship show? I would say so. <laughs> yeah. It all happens in like what? Three months. Yeah. I would say it is that short always. Sure. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Next season starts January. It's almost here. <laughs> Woo-hoo! I watch them all. I watch Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor Pad. I saw the Winter Games. Like, it was, I see them all. <laughs> when I, I haven't watched any expert. of the sideshows. Are they any good? They're drama filled, but with games. Mm. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> what was that Netflix show? I didn't actually have time to watch this one. Too Hot to Handle, where they had to let, it was like all these supermodels and stuff and they were on this island and they like weren't allowed to have sex with each other. (laughs) I remember seeing previews. I did not watch that. Amy, did you watch it? I watched a few episodes. That seems so long ago though. (laughs) Hashtag 2020, the longest year ever. Yeah, Yeah. the fact that you watched a few episodes and you can't really remember is not a great sign. (laughs) No, because I've watched, well, I've watched a lot of things this year. Yeah a mm-hmm. lot are either of you 90 day fiance fans i watched a few episodes yeah it's another one that i know the concept of but i haven't actually watched a whole season of i've watched a couple of seasons not many and like earlier ones because i had every intention of just watching it all the way through and then kind of got distracted but that's just a show that blows my like our last episode we're talking about starting relationships long distance and all of the things that are actually wrong with that (laughs) this is maybe a great example because you have these people who meet on instagram or dating websites or whatever and think that they know each other well enough to bring somebody over here and marry them and it just like inevitably crashes and burns like come on that one is very interesting to me because I always see all the memes and stuff mm-hmm. of it afterwards. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I feel like I know who's on that show just from people making fun of them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely some interesting characters on that show as well. I will say that one has at least a decent-ish success rate. Oh, really? It? Yeah, I mean, ish. <laughs> Earlier ish. episodes, I think, were better. Like it was Pretty more cheap. genuine people. Yeah. And now it's a lot of people who just want to get over on a green card or whatever. <laughs> That's what I feel like a lot of them end up being like. At least the episodes I watched, they didn't really stay together. Well, and I think a lot of the women from other countries have this really skewed perception of how wealthy people are here. Oh, so it's oh. like these women who are kind of expecting to come over and live this like... I don't know, uh, housewives, the OC, whatever kind of lifestyle, but they pick like, one's a guy from Baraboo, Wisconsin. Like that, if you're looking for the housewives of Orange County, like you ain't getting that in Baraboo, Wisconsin. You are not the housewife if you're marrying someone. Yeah, nope. Right. That's interesting. I never would have thought of that having not watched it, but that makes sense. Yeah. That people's perception of of America and like how much money and success people have is right. It's amazing. A lot of people don't know the geography of the United States. Well, I mean, they don't live here, but granted, we really don't know the geography of other countries either. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) I barely know the geography of this one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I would travel, I'd be like, like, so where you're from? Like, Oh, Milwaukee. They're like, where's that? I'm like, Wisconsin. And they're like, is that Chicago? No, no. Yeah, like, pretty close. They knew, they knew Chicago. Yeah. But I think they thought Chicago was a state. Oh, God. I, I don't know. 
You guys, I flew into California once and a bunch of college girls were like, wait, where did you fly out of? Illinois, Chicago or Chicago, Illinois? I can't remember which one's the state. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Oh my God. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yeah. So those are people in our own country who are college educated. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody gets the Midwest. If they're not from the Midwest, they don't get the Midwest. Mm -mm. Hey, Midwest is best. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Well, let me squeeze right past you there. Let's keep her moving. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> we just lost like 10 listeners. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's 50% of our listeners. <laughs> Any other like good relationship shows that I should be watching? I mean, can I convince you that Survivor is a show about relationships? No, you <laughs> cannot. <just> no. <laughs> people do fall in love. Multiple people have gotten married after after meeting on Survivor. So <laughs> that's yeah. fair. You know, Survivor may have a better uh, relationship track record than some of my shows. I think actually, I should look that up. I bet Survivor has a better success rate with marriages than The Bachelor. Ah. <gasps> You should do a comparison. Yeah, I bet they do. I'll do a poll on our Instagram and see what people think. Everybody's going to vote for Bachelor. Nobody cares about Survivor. (laughs) And when you say relationships, you mean just like marriage relationships or like friendship relationships too? No, I'm talking about marriages. Well, I meant for Olivia, like for when she's talking about shows, because I watched, well, binge watched one of the many shows I binge watched was like I think it was Bollywood Wives. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it was, it's this group of friends and their dynamic is just, it's really interesting. I don't know. I thought it was a fun show. It's kind of like Desperate Housewives or whatever, or Housewives of Orange County, whatever that show is. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't actually watch the American shows. I watch all the, (laughs) the Bollywood ones. (laughs) (gasps) That reminds me. One of the shows we didn't talk about was um, Indian Matchmaking oh my gosh I love that show right why did you love it Amy I totally forgot about was that this year too yes (laughs) oh my gosh it was just it was interesting seeing because it's like completely different culture and how involved their families are and then seeing the people who were very traditional versus the ones that were a little more open to something else and just seeing a whole different aspect of the dating world from Mm -hmm. a different country even though they were here I mean yeah some of them were in India so yeah I think it's so interesting some of the more uber traditional ones how involved the family is and like oh my gosh yeah having them super like can you imagine your parents being on like your first date (laughs) or anybody (laughs) in your family like a cousin coming with you what no no Mm no why do you think that would be so terrible? What about that? Uh, my parents and I have very different tastes in people. <laughs> <laughs> my fear is one, my dad is purposely embarrassing because he thinks it's funny. And two, my parents are maybe more fun than me. So maybe they would look, make me look bad. Oh, <laughs> I do love your dad. Yes. <laughs> I just think it would make me afraid to just like really let loose and be myself knowing that they were like probably nitpicking my every move mm. you know Ugh. I don't want anybody watching and paying attention this is why you two are not allowed to spy on any of my dates because if I knew you were there I probably wouldn't act normal or would you be more comfortable because we're there no <laughs> good try no <laughs> not at all yeah, I thought I thought that show was really interesting because it's, and I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this, but kind of like Married at First Sight, but real life. Like these are an expert putting together these couples that she thinks are going to have good chemistry. And granted, they don't have to get married instantly, but it is putting your kind of relationship future in the hands of somebody who's supposedly a pro. For me, I I don't know. Maybe I'm not as like emotional as I think I am. Maybe I'm more analytical, but I really do think that there could be something about having 
personality types and values and all of that kind of matched up from some neutral third party. I don't know. That's my, yeah, my no, I mean, yeah, I'll do it for you. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, a, an expert, an expert. Hey, an I'll expert. do that for you. <laughs> no, I get it. I would, I would like that too. If people could wade through all of the fish and I'm using quotes there, fish yeah. that are in the sea and picking up the ones that only would make sense that they would work for you. And then you can choose from there. Yes. My problem is, is that they pick out the only fish for you. And I right. don't think that is a good idea. Because mm-hmm. think about your own past relationships and how much trouble that could have saved you. I, like the racist comes to mind instantly. Like if somebody oh, yeah. already knew that about them, yeah, they would have yeah. never put you together. Yeah. And that's something that took me what weeks to find out that like he hid Many that weeks. very, yeah, he hid that very well and it wow. wasted my time, frankly. Mm-hmm. But like how much time would they have spent with the matchmaker? Like would, would the matchmaker have had to spend three weeks with him in order to find, figure out he was That's a, a good question. So like he still could have slipped through and. That is true. I mean, if he, if he purposely hid it from me, which I know he did, we can tell that whole story before. If he hurt, if he hid that from me, he would probably hide that from a matchmaker too unless I could see him bringing up something like oh well I could never date a black woman right and then the mm-hmm. flags go off for the matchmaker of like yeah. <laughs> I think someone asking kind of targeted questions some yeah. of that stuff would come up as opposed to you guys just like having casual get to know you kind of discussions like it's yeah. a little bit easier to keep that under the radar and not say I wouldn't date someone of a different race you know yeah yeah yeah, that's true. I, I mean, and there might be, I know that they could potentially use very sophisticated surveys and stuff that really get to a lot of this stuff, kind of like your deep feelings and um, beliefs and stuff. So maybe, maybe he would have gotten caught. But it kind of helps direct you. And I think that's yeah. one of the things that can be really overwhelming for me on these apps is you can swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe forever and you would never get through anybody. But you also don't know anything about these people except a couple of pictures and maybe some stupid quotes that they wrote on there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know anything about any of these people. I wish somebody else could narrow it down for me based on like, Per- yeah yes we'll personality do it. Type. well <laughs> yep. okay but this is volunteers tribute then an app like ship yeah. really should get off the ground i know we've talked we before tried. about how a lot of the men in this area it's the same thing on all the apps but ship for some reason here just haven't hasn't like picked up and for those of you who aren't familiar with what ship is it's like any other dating app but your friends can also have profiles that don't show up for the dating portion but then they can swipe and message on your behalf we can message on your behalf i do believe so (gasps) oh my god here we now they're gonna be shipping for me like crazy oh (laughs) my snap this is a game changer right message on your behalf i believe so hell yeah i'll have to look into it again and i know that you know we can message about profiles we can like uh screenshot stuff to each other stuff like that so it gets you guys involved and it kind of does take the onus off of me let let you guys vet them figure out who you think would be good for me i wish there was kind of an in-between you know you can have these profiles on these apps and not say a damn thing about yourself. And then you have eHarmony where you fill out like a whole crap ton. Like I need something in the middle, something that's not quite as serious maybe as eHarmony is, but give me some dang info about you. Yeah. I actually love asking in BTI, the Myers-Briggs. Yeah. Just because I feel like even if they're not 100% accurate, at least it gives a little tiny insight into not just the random things that they can say, like, I like hiking. It gives you a little bit deeper of what's going on with them. Like I said, even if it's not 100% accurate, at least you get a little bit more. Mm Mm-hmm. And like I had said before, I think my Myers-Briggs tells you everything about me. You want (laughs) to, you want to get to know me real quick? Read that. Did I just bring up ship and start shipping for you? I, I could yeah. figure you were. <laughs> Did you figure out if we can message? I will try. Well, I'm too scared to message on Olivia's behalf. Oh my God. 
Yeah, you guys vet the guys and then get back to me. All right, let's end this episode with everybody's number one recommendation of a bingeable show for somebody who's got time. I wasn't prepared. I have two. I'll go first. So if you want to do a rushed relationship show, there are seasons of uh, Married at First Sight on Netflix. I would highly recommend giving it a try. I just think it's very entertaining, especially if you like some of these other shows like Love is Blind. Um, And then number two, obviously Handmaid's Tale, because I am currently addicted. And if you also missed the boat on that one, like I did, go back. So worth it. Yeah, I've got, let's, I'll, I'll do a couple moods. Okay. So if you're looking <laughs> for something intense, maybe a little sassy, I thoroughly enjoyed Normal People Ooh. based on the book. It is on Hulu only. So that is a Hulu only like Handmaid's Tale. Um, but that one is very sassy. But I just like the intense emotion in it, I would say. Nice. Then if you're looking for something that's a little bit more like you can throw on every night just to make sure you go to bed in a good mood. I have been rewatching New Girl and I forgot how funny it is. And it's on Netflix. It's available on Netflix. Yes, I've been rewatching that too. And it's so stinking good. I forgot how good it is. <laughs> and then the last one is, because I always have to throw in a, a plug for this one, is if you're looking for like adventure stuff, I would say either Survivor, which is now available on Netflix and on Hulu and on Amazon Prime. All of the Survivor. seasons are open on all of those. Yeah. Or... um the world's toughest race, the eco challenge, which is available on Amazon prime. Mm. That one is, is, I think, awesome. Nice. For me, for a funny, just rewatching kind of thing, Shit's Creek for yeah. sure. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, I'm really into the Mandalorian, which we've heard <laughs> about in other episodes here. And that one's Disney plus only, right? Yes. That's on okay. Disney plus only. And then I just binge watch uh, Tiny Pretty Things. It's this new show mm-hmm. on Netflix about some ballet dancers. It's based off of a book. If you like Pretty Little Liars, I would compare this to that. It's mm. I've heard it's a lot raunchier than the books are. Ooh. So I guess if you're into that, I mean, there's a lot of sex scenes. Wow. <laughs> Another raunchy show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll tide you over till Bridgerton comes out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good. Well, lots of recommendations to keep us busy during any uh, downtime we might be having right now. So thanks for the recos, guys. And um, cheers to another great episode. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) So that's it for this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Shots Thoughts and on Instagram at Shots Thoughts Pod. So with that, Cheers! Cheers.